Amen. God is good. Don't you love this season? Isn't this like your favorite season of the year? You know, talking about football, right? Yes, it's an amazing season. What a, what, a great, what a great time of year when people who don't believe in God are celebrating the birth of our Savior. Okay? And, and, and they want to change it, and they want to switch it up, and they want to pretend like that's not the deal. But I, I got news for you. You know your life has made a pretty big impact when the calendar changes at your birth. A.D., B.C., you know, hey, all of a sudden, uh, you know, let, let me just tell you something. Uh, whether, whether the world agrees or not, Jesus has changed the world, and he's not done yet. Hello, somebody? I said he's not done yet. And, and a lot of times we're under the impression that, uh, you know, can, 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 I just, can I just get you to, to agree with me on a couple of things today, and, and, and one of them being this, that light is more powerful than darkness, Okay, and, and I, I know that we're in a, you know, we're, we're in a season, we're in situations, we have struggles, there's challenges, and, and, and there's just moments when you feel like you might be, you know, losing ground. But can I just tell you something? That, that little tiny seed, that little tiny seed, you know, uh, uh, Jesus was telling his disciples, uh, uh, you know, he said, man, think about it, the smallest seed of all of them, yet when it, when it, becomes, when, when it becomes mature, it's a tree, it's a tree. And, and you know what? God's given to every man a measure of faith. You got that seed in you. I said, you have that seed in you. If you've received the, Jesus Christ as your Savior, that, that seed's come to life. And that life is not going to return to God void. That seed has the power. It's still, it's still growing, okay? Come on. I said it's still growing. Nothing can stop that. You're actually getting stronger. You're getting stronger right now. God's getting ready to do something in your life right now in the next 25 minutes that's going to change everything. He is setting you up to demonstrate Satan's defeat right here and right now. Oh, come on, somebody. That's a great moment right there. He's setting you up. He is setting you up for something exceptional. See, God, 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 God don't have to get involved with your normal stuff. You, you know, the everyday, the mundane. That's not where God's at. See, God, God is an exceptional God. Matter of fact, let's break that word down because this year, man, I'm telling you, we're moving towards an exceptional future, okay? I said we're moving towards an exceptional future. But, but, and can I just remind you that the future doesn't start in 15 days? See, there's 15, 15 days left in this year, right? 15 days left in this year. So this year ain't over yet. Okay, now I know where we are. This year ain't over yet. Hey, look at somebody and say, he ain't done yet. Okay, think about it. God created everything that you've ever known and heard about in six days. Give him 15, see what he can do. Huh? You know what? It ain't over yet. Don't don't hit the pause button and move now into 2019. Hey, no, no, no. We're going to finish strong. Right? And, and we're moving towards an exceptional future, and that future is not 15 days. L let me tell you something. It's 15 minutes from now. The, the, there are areas of your life where the enemies try to convince you that you have failure and that you might as well cave in, give up, and quit. But I'm here today to tell you that, oh, no, in, in 15 minutes from now, I'm going to be demonstrating Satan's defeat stronger than I ever have before in my entire life. Hello? Hey, look at somebody say, the rest of your year, it's going to be the best of your year. Look the other way. Say, the rest of your year is going to be the best of your year. Now say it with me. Say, the rest of my year 
It's going to be the best of my year. You want to know what's weird? Is that you're more excited about your year than you are either one of the other guys. <laughs> I love you people. This is so awesome. God's a God of more. He's more than enough, right? He, he, he's, he's called you to be more than a conqueror. He, 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 man, I'm telling you, he, he's, given you, he's given you more life than death, more joy than sorrow, more peace than chaos, more hope than despair, more provision than lack, more healing than sickness. He's a God of more. Huh? You, you know, a lot of times you're focused on how much pain you got. Well, wait a minute. He's got more health than pain. So you, well, I got a truckload of pain. Well, then you got five truckloads of health. How many would like to have, you know, just more health? No, 30%. How many would like to have more friends? 30%. How many would like to have more money? Oh, there's all the greedy people. God, God, God is a God of more, and he has an exceptional future. Listen to the word exceptional. Rare unusual, uncommon, not ordinary, unusually excellent, superior. That's the future. Well, here's what it's not. Conventional, general, normal, or expected. Here's what I'd like you to think about this morning with me is that what God has planned for you. How many of you know that God has plans for your life? I said God has plans for your life. Most of us can quote Jeremiah 29, 11. Good Lord, it's on every plaque that you've ever gotten, right? I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not harm you. Plans to give you hope. Plans to give you future. Plans to make your life better. Plans to elevate. Plans to increase. Plans to encourage. Plans to bless. Plans to use. Plan God's got plans for you, okay? I said God's got plans for you, and, and, and his plan is an awesome plan, and what we need to do is embrace that plan. But what, what I want us to think about today is, is this, that the plan that God has for you is, is to do in you, through you, for you, amongst you, and by you. He, it, 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 it are, he wants to accomplish things that people who know you would have never expected. I mean, like, like when God's done working through you, the people who know you go, shut up. You, you, you know, that you would be amazed with, oh, my God. He just did that. I mean, you know, isn't it funny that when you pray and ask God who can do anything to do something, and he does it, and then you act so surprised? Like, did you see that? I, I think that's a place where God would like us to live, in, in, in a state of awe. That, oh my gosh, man, I, 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 took a, I took a little step and God met me there and God supplied for me. I took another little step and he did it again and it got better the second time. Now, hey, I took two steps this time. Guess what? He was in both of them, Jerry. See, I believe, I believe that what's coming is more powerful than what was. I, you know, Jerry's going to retire. What do you got, like two weeks? Two weeks. Man, think about it. The, the, What's coming is bigger, more powerful than anything you've ever known before, right? Why? Because we don't, we don't quit. We don't quit just because we're close to the end. 
Have you ever gotten on an airplane go, to go somewhere and, and, and you get up there and you're flying and the plane hits turbulence? Anybody ever been in turbulence? What, what, what do you do when the plane mid-flight and it hits some pretty heavy-duty turbulence? What do you do? <laughs> yeah, pray. <laughs> Suddenly I'm a believer. <laughs> you, know, you know, pray. Hey, buckle up. How about that? You know, the other night, the other night at Grow Group, uh, Tabby was telling us that, that, that her and Jim, they have this thing that when, they, when they're hitting turbulence in life, they, they, they ask this question. Uh, they say, are you going to buckle up or, or are you going to bow down? Are you going to buckle up or are you going to bow down? And it just reminds them, that, you know, they, they remind each other that, hey, buckle up, right? Sometimes in life, you got you to buckle up, right? You got to You hold on. Maybe you hold on a little tighter. You know, maybe the palms get a little sweaty, you know, uh, but, and maybe you do something super, super spiritual. Next time you're on a plane and, and it hits turbulence and you're going to do something spiritual, get up and take an offering. <laughs> you, you know, you know do, 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 do what a preacher would do, you know. Hey, what, but, but how many of you in the middle of turbulence decided, shucks, I'm getting off the plane? You know, you don't get off. And in life, you know what? You're going to hit turbulence. You're going to hit rough spots. You're going to hit moments. That, and internally, you know, internally the turbulence can do more damage than externally. But don't get off. Hello. I said don't get off. Don't just stop. Don't just quit. Don't just cave in. Why? Because you, you've been equipped for more than this. Uh, I know that there's times that you can't you find it, it almost seems like, just to believe in yourself and to believe in the future. Okay, that's because you're looking at you. But you got to look at the one who's carrying you. you got to look at the one who's called you. you got to look at the one who's empowered you. you got to look at the one who created you. Hello, somebody. You know, and I'm just telling you today that, that uh, what you have to do, what you have to do is if God has a plan for your future, why don't you plan to participate? How about we just plan to have an exceptional future? L l listen to this in John 16, 33. This is one of them great, great verses, but in the Amplified, he said, you know, I've told you all these things so that me, you may have perfect Peace. Everybody say perfect peace. We're not talking about some messed up worldly kind of peace. We're not talking about a peace that's dependent on the bottom line in the checking account. See, some of us have experienced peace when we had a little extra money. Or some of us have known peace when, uh, when, when it seems like the relationship uh, you know, was kind of going a little better. Some of us have had peace when, uh, you know, when, when the children... We're asleep in bed. Huh? You know, it's, it's always seemed funny to me that God, God tells us that we're supposed to do stuff that's like nearly impossible. You, you know, uh, that, that, that where God's called you, it's almost as if the, the place God's leading you was designed to keep you out of it. You remember when he, when he took him in to, uh, you know, well, think about Jericho, walled cities. You know, we're going to go take that one. It, well, why, why, why can't we take an easy one? You know, I mean, like David's going to get in a fight. Why can't, he, why can't he just fight somebody his own size? You know, uh, how, how, but see, perfect peace, perfect peace isn't dependent upon anything else. Perfect peace is, can't, it can't be disrupted regardless of the size of the issue. 
Yeah, that's what he's talking about when he said, hey, I've, I'm, I'm, get, I'm putting my words in you so that you're never disrupted by the circumstance, by the environment, that you would always have confidence. In the world, there's going to be tribulations, there's going to be trials, there's going to be turbulence, there's going to be distress, there's going to be uh, frustration. In the world, there's frustration, but be of good cheer. Come on, tis the season to be jolly. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, fa-la-la. <laughs> Isn't it funny in the season to be jolly, there's people driving through parking lots hoping to hit somebody. Yeah. But he said, hey, I want you to be of good cheer. I'm not going to get super far today. Good cheer. Good cheer. Good cheer. Not, not just cheer, but good cheer. Okay? Not just cheer, but good cheer. Everybody say good cheer. Uh, what does the word good mean? Something that gives of itself for the betterment of its environment. See, God is a good God. But, but well, why is he good? Because he gives of himself. When, when, he, when, he, made, when he made everything, he, he said, it is good. Why is the sun good? Scientists will tell you that the sun's getting smaller all, all the time. Why? Because it's given of itself for the betterment of its environment. See, here's the cheer that you got to possess is that when you get there, cheer is coming off of you. Hello. I said that when you show up, things brighten up. Come on, you're, you're, you're in a hard situation. No, you want to know how to humiliate hell? Is just let cheer permeate you. I mean, you know, you've been to the river, you know, in your tennis shoes. And then head it back to the car. And you can, you can track yourself. You can see where you've been. See, I think we ought to hang out so much in the presence of God that we have so much cheer on us that everywhere we go, people can track us around. Well, that's easy for you to say. You don't have my problems. Here's the, here's the problem with you and your problems. See, you're right. I don't have your problems. But can I give you a little hint? I don't even have my problems. The Bible says cast all your problems on him. You might have a problem about me, <laughs> which I think is awesome. Because that means you're thinking about me all the time. Size 13. Okay, it's Christmas. Yeah. You're thinking about me anyways. Okay, but, but anyway, you might have a problem about me, but you ain't going to have a problem with me. I ain't having a problem. Why? Well, because I'm casting all my problems on him. Why? Because I've got a confidence. I've taken courage. You, you know, courage is something you, you, you need to take it. I said you need to take it. You need to reach out and take it, which means you might have to let go of what you're holding to so that you have enough strength to take courage. But you take courage and confidence and, 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 and be certain and be undaunted. Check it out. He said, here's why I've told you these things, so that your peace would be perfect, so that your cheer would be awesome, and because I've overcome the world. And I love the Amplified because it breaks it down for you. 
He said, I have deprived it, the world, of the power to harm you, and I have conquered it for you. Dude, that's a white hanky moment in most, you know, like, like a Pentecostal church somewhere. Uh, he said, I've, I've taken the power away from the world to harm you. You know, in Luke, he put it this way. He said, I've, I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. Do you realize that you can have a peace that can't be quenched if you'll put your confidence in him? See, it's in him. It, it ain't about you. you okay, I, I don't want to make it sound like you ain't got skill and you ain't got talent and you ain't got strength. Because you do. You, you, you have enough strength, enough skill, enough talent, enough insight, enough understanding, and enough cash to almost to trick you into thinking that you got this. But see, the deal is, is that the, 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 uh, uh, the thing you got to look at is not your ability to handle the stuff that's trying to quench your cheer. See, because you don't need to handle the stuff that's trying to rip from your grip the joy of the Lord. You need to give that stuff to Him. See, it's His ability that you need to look at. It's his ability that you need to constantly remind yourself of. It's his strength, his power, his wisdom, his insight, his anointing, his, his purpose, his plan. Hello, somebody. Look, look, look at your neighbor and say, guess what I just learned? Say, it's not about you. <laughs> That's like a lesson. Oh my God, you're kidding me. No, hey, well, you don't understand. It's just so hard for me to be positive. Even my blood type is B negative. <laughs> you know, isn't it funny? Cause ever <laughs> I made myself choke almost. It's awesome. Everybody's got a bag of excuses. Do you really think that the excuse you use to justify your negativity is greater than God? funny how the atmosphere changes at those moments, isn't it? You know, if you would look at his ability, at his power, at his purpose, at his plan, you would begin to believe for more, expect more, pray for more. You would refuse to settle for anything less than more. See, I think that when you settle, you begin to dictate your own destiny. You take the rain away from God and say, hey, I'll decide where the end is. I know you had an idea in the beginning. You declared the end at the beginning, and it, this doesn't look like something that you would declare, but let me make a declaration. This is it. You've got to remember, you're not God. I don't care. Even in the, even in the good moments, when you take over, it's nothing compared to what it would be if you let him lead you. Yeah, but I've, I've had so much disappointment, and I've had, I've had so much, you know, hurts, and I've had so many wounds, and, and I've had, you know, had so many letdowns. You, you know, uh, I don't know if you're into sports analogies, but this is kind of a cool one. This is a great, this is a great trivia fact. Do you know that the man that holds the world record for the most points scored in a NBA game, Kobe Bryant, he scored 86 points in one game. That's a lot of points. 
And he did that in one game. But he also holds another world record. The most missed shots. And, and, and you know, it, 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 to score the most points in a game, I guess you have to be willing to experience the failure of missing a bunch of shots. Because he's missed over 13,000 shots. Okay, 13,000 shots? Come on, most of us haven't even taken 13,000 shots. Right? And, and, and of course, unless you're, you know, like Todd, he's missed 13,000, but he's only made six. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal, though. That in, order to, in order to elevate to a place of great success, you've got to have the courage to plan for the success and to, and to overlook the failure. Yeah, you have to have the ability to keep your eyes. See, you need to plan on what it is you're going to look at in the next 15 days. Because what if you use the next 15 days as training for the next 365 that are in 2019? What if we trained for, for an exceptional year by finishing this year with exceptional vision, with exceptional planning? With, with, with an eye that, that, that's, that's laser-focused in on his ability, not on mine. God, you're able. You're, you are able. Oh, come on, somebody. I got I to gotta hurry. Matthew 9. Matthew 9. As Jesus went on from there, verse 27. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him. Two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. And when he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him. And he asked them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And yes, Lord, they said. And then he touched their eyes and said to them, according to your faith, let it be done to you. According to your faith. According to your faith. Hey, according to your faith. According, according to your faith. According to, according to your level of, of obedience. According to your willingness to plan for something extraordinary. According to your ability to believe for something exceptional. According to your uh, willingness to participate in something that nobody else is expecting. Hey, don't, if you're expecting little, don't be surprised when what you're getting is little. But these, these blind guys, this blows my mind, but these blind guys had, had more insight and the ability to see Jesus in a way that the people around them with sight couldn't. And, and, and he asked them a question. And, and, and man, I, I, I'm just going to ask this question today, but uh, I want you to think about, you know, what if, what if you had the last 15 days of the year and, and, and something exceptional could occur? What would it look like? And, and what would it take for you to go, oh, whoa, that was exceptional? What, what, what would that be? What would it look like? And then ask yourself the question that Jesus asked them, do you believe that I am able to do this? See, it's not are you able, but do you believe that he is able to do this? See, I think sometimes we ask the wrong questions. We get into dumb arguments with people who aren't believers by the way, the Bible says that the, the natural man can't receive the things of the Spirit. It's impossible. It's foolishness to him. Start, stop arguing spiritual stuff with unspiritual people. Man, that's, that, all that's going to do is frustrate you. But we're not talking to unspiritual people, right? So, so we're trying to stir up that thing in us where we're saying, hey, you know what? We believe God. We believe God. Come on, come on, Acts 27, 25, it ought to be one of your favorite verses. It says, cheer up. I believe God. It'll be exactly like he said. 
Come on, cheer up. Take courage. I believe God. It's going to be exactly like he said. Hey, get, get your praise on. God hasn't changed. He's not a liar. It'll be, it'll be exactly like he said. And, and, and if it is exactly like he says, if you can see it, if you can see this thing, do you believe that he is able to do this? I know that you've been wounded. I know that you've been hurt. I know that you've been let down. I know that you've been broken. Check this out. I stole this from Dr. Dave Martin. He, 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 was, he, he was saying this, and I thought, I'm going to write that all down and pretend like I made it up. Just facts from the Bible, okay? Because, it, you know, you're all so messed up by messed up history that you can't see the, the exceptional possibilities. See, your possibilities are bigger than your histories. See, Noah was a drunk. Abraham was old. Isaac was a daydreamer. Joseph was abused. Moses was a stutter. Gideon was afraid, and Leah was ugly. It's in the Bible. Samson had a man bun. I don't know why I always look at you. Samson had a man bun. Rahab was a prostitute. Jeremiah was too young. David had an affair. Elijah was suicidal. Isaiah preached naked. It ain't happening. Jonah ran from God. <laughs> Jonah ran from God. Naomi was a widow. Job went bankrupt. Peter denied Christ. Martha worried about everything. The disciples were always asleep. Zacchaeus was too small. And Lazarus was even dead. And none of that prevented his plan from producing the end that he declared at the beginning. Hello, somebody. You... He's got a plan for you. Do you believe he's able to do this? Real quick. In order to, 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 to collide with this, you, you know, because you're thinking about it, right? You, and I'm challenging, man. Paint a picture. Paint a pic, get, get a vision. Make a plan. You, you know, a dream jar or a, a vision wall or whatever it's going to take. Write it down. Do what Habakkuk says. Write it down. Believe for something exceptional, and then ask yourself, God, I believe you're able to do this, but in order to release him to do this, you're going to have to get over that. See, I know you were disappointed with that. I know that hurt your feelings. That made you feel bad. That, 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 that didn't go the way you shot it. You, you thought it should. That, that, that wasn't what you had in mind. Okay, can you let go of that? And believe him for this. That he is able to do this. That he is able to do this. That he's going to bring more into your life. Why? Because that's what he does. Hey, we've all been in places and positions and situations. Quite honestly, the, 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 I've been in a lot of positions that weren't as bad as I thought they were. I've been in a lot of positions that when I got to the end and looked back, I realized, oh, no, God was actually in that. I've been in a lot of situations that the situations were pretty horrific, but not nearly as horrific as my attitude. Huh? That, 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 uh, that my mindset was in worse shape than my finances were. That, that my heart wasn't nearly as healthy as the unhealthy body 
that we were dealing with. You know, I've been in those situations where the problem wasn't actually the problem. The problem was the guy holding on to the problem. And I want to challenge you today to cast all your problems on him. Be of good cheer. Experience perfect peace. And know that he, not you, he is able to do this. I said he is able to do this. I want you to give him one more praise, one more shout today. Come on, somebody. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Just close your eyes. Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you. I, I'm praying that uh, the eyes of our imagination would be set on fire with the possibilities that are still available this year. God, I can't wait to hear testimonies of people that say, God, 16, 15 days, 15 days is, is enough time. You are able to do this. You can heal broken relationships in 15 days. You, you created the, the, the whole universe. Less time than that. You, you, you are able to heal this body in this period of time. God, I can't wait to hear the stories of people that said, yeah, God, I believe. I believe you are able. I believe you are able. Father, we just thank you. I pray that as they just consider, as they just prayerfully consider what you might accomplish, that they would settle for nothing less than something exceptional. Well, heads are bowed and eyes are closed. If you're here today and you're living life separated from God, we're all going to pray one more prayer together. Now, I'm not going to call anybody out. I won't have you stand. But if you're in this room today and you've been doing life your way, You've been leaning on your strength, your ability, your, your, your position. You've not been connected to a God that has the ability to provide you with perfect peace. Maybe you've prayed what we might call the sinner's prayer. Maybe you've prayed it a hundred times. Maybe you've never even heard of it. That's not the question. The question isn't have you ever prayed it or have you ever heard about it. The question is are you ready today to give Jesus the opportunity to do something exceptional with your eternity? If you're here today and you say, you know what, man, I just, I, I, I can tell, I just feel a pull. I can tell I need to make this prayer personal. I need to get real with God because I want God to get real with me. And I'm ready to, I, I'm ready to finish strong this year. And, and, and I, I'm going to, I'm going to give God my life. I'm making this prayer my prayer. Again, I, I'm not going to call you out, but I just want to agree with you in prayer. If that's you, would you do me a favor? Would you just hold your hand up really high? I just want to agree with you in prayer. Just lift your hand up and say, Pastor Tom, I'm making this prayer my prayer. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. It's awesome. Thank you. I want us all to pray this together. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you. Every day of my life, Take my life. Use it for your glory. Let's do something exceptional together, Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, let's celebrate with heaven right now.